Once again, hello. This is Howard Breyer bringing you the podcast, Welcome to Neuropathy Land, where I'm recounting my move from good health to coping with neuropathy. This is episode 11, a trip to the hospital or another bad trip. The last episode ended with my neurological symptoms getting much worse in early June of 2023, exacerbated by a great deal of pain in my right leg due to my awkward gait. For the first time, I had uncomfortable tingling in my body and painful burning sensations in my arms and legs that often accompany neuropathy. This was happening while my husband Don and I were on vacation in Mexico. While in Mexico, I contacted my primary care physician back home who suggested I go to the emergency room after I got back home. In case you haven't listened, more detail on all of this is included in episode 10 of the podcast, Bad Trips. We were heading home on June 12th, a long, long day. First, a 90-minute drive from Alamos to the closest airport in Suidad, Obregón, leaving our hotel at 7.30 a.m., then a flight to Mexico City with a four-hour layover, followed by the flight to Miami, arriving at 11.30 p.m. I was in a huge amount of pain most of the day. We arranged for wheelchair assistance for me in all three airports. Thankfully, they were waiting for me at each location, and the people wheeling me around were quite nice. During the layover in Mexico City, I plopped myself down in a chair in the airline's lounge, and I didn't get up until hours later when it was time to board the flight to Miami. I was thinking it might be difficult to rise from the chair, but I made do. A friend of mine very generously picked us up at the airport. Instead of going home for a day or two, I decided to go directly to the emergency room at Mount Sinai Hospital in Miami Beach. We arrived about 1 a.m. To tell the truth, I wasn't totally sure why I was there. I guess it was for pain relief, as I knew nothing could be done for the underlying cause of the neuropathy. I don't remember what they did for or to me in the emergency room, but after a couple of hours, at about 3 a.m., I was admitted to the hospital. It was early morning on June 13th, and I stayed at the hospital for one more night, leaving on the afternoon of the 14th. By and large, it was a terrible experience. The thing I remember most from my stay is how bad the daytime nurse was. For the most part, non-communicative, even when I asked a question. A couple of times she came into my room to get something from a cabinet and didn't acknowledge my existence in the room. She told me repeatedly that a doctor would be seeing me soon. However, from the time I was transferred from the emergency room and admitted to the hospital to the time I was discharged, I didn't see a doctor. The instructions she told me at the time of discharge did not agree with the written instructions I received. It took about an hour to clear up. This is not a knock against nurses in general. From what I saw in a subsequent hospital stay, they are by and large dedicated and hardworking. 
You might ask why I was admitted in the first place rather than being sent home after being seen in the emergency room. I did have a brain MRI in the emergency room because my speech was slightly slurred. I was diagnosed with a transient ischemic attack, or TIA for short, which is a temporary period of symptoms similar to those of a stroke. Often called a mini-stroke, TIAs usually only last a few minutes and don't cause permanent damage. Most signs and symptoms disappear within an hour, though rarely symptoms may last up to 24 hours. The signs and symptoms of a TIA resemble those found early in the stroke and may include the sudden onset of weakness, numbness, or paralysis in the face, arm, or leg, typically on one side of the body, slurred or garbled speech or difficulty understanding others, blindness in one or both eyes or double vision, and vertigo or loss of balance or coordination. The only symptom I had was slurred speech. It was a bit odd that the MRI report didn't indicate anything was wrong in my brain. After I got out of the hospital, both my neurologist and another doctor insisted I did not have a TIA, and to admit me to the hospital, the emergency room doctors had to have some reason for admitting me, so the TIA was it. It seems like I did not have such an attack, but I can't say definitively one way or another. Oh, they did give me pain pills, which for the most part did nothing. Even leaving the hospital was messy. Just before I was released, I was told that I could receive at-home physical therapy and home health aid for a limited amount of time paid for by Medicare. A person from a private company called me to set things up. Then, as I was literally waiting for the elevator to leave the hospital, a person from another company called to provide their services. They were competing against one another. It was all confusing to me at the time, but I picked one of the two. Then it was home and into my own bed. Thank goodness. That seems like a natural stopping point for this episode. Thanks for listening. Feel free to rate the podcast and provide comments. Until next time, be well.